0: Hello, oh, welcome to the Honest Wargamer Monday Night Show, the competitive Age of Sigmar podcast, featuring me, one of your four hosts, Roberto Simeone. I'm joined by Mr. Nathan, Fang of the best, Prescott. Hello, Nathan. Hello, hello. Hello, How hello. Doing? How are you doing? Dan, I don't have a clue why I'm here. <laughs> I'm supervised. Where am I? <laughs> Who is this? Oh, oh. <laughs> and James Powell, the, I hate Age of Sigmar, but I love going to events all the time, Powell. That's me. You've got Terrible game. Great, great, great life. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone in the chat. Thanks for joining us live. My name is Rob, and today's show will feature an intense deep dive in the statistical uh, and analytical playthrough of how to play GITs at a tournament featuring Nathan Prescott. And then we may do some Soulbound, depending on the first thing, which sometimes can take 10 minutes or seven hours. So it really does depend. (laughs) So (laughs) so hello, everyone in the chat. Hello, everyone. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Nathan, hello. Thanks for joining us. How are you? I'm alright. I'm alright. Yeah. Right. All yeah. Good, thank all you. All good. Thank you. Uh, Complain. Uh, Complain. Uh, Complain. Had a weekend. Uh, had a weekend. So yes, yeah. Happy, happy days. days. Excited to hear all about it, Nathan. There's a big question uh, that arose earlier in the stream. Now I oh reverb on Nathan. Yes, I have to turn his NDI off. Sorry, I was recording a video. Uh, hello to factions of the Middle Earth in the first in the chat. First time chat. Well met. Well met. Um, oh. uh, I know, right, uh, Nathan. Yeah. Uh, a, que- a question came up earlier. James and Dan, I assume you won't. You haven't been keeping up with the deep lore of The Honest Wargamer now and The Honest Wargamer Metaverse, as we're currently in. Uh, but huh? uh, effectively, last week, we saw the introduction of...
1: Uh... I would advocate that you talk amongst your friends in your friendly local gaming store and you do a syndicate. It's, it's a complicated I
0: am, story. I, I am aware of this, yes. Okay. And I am
2: aware of the... I believe the story that, that it, it came, came from and led to.
0: Yes. Okay. All right. This... This I I did a recording on this. It's a video that's on YouTube. You can go watch it back. I'm sure it's also a podcast as well. Uh, referring to uh, the syndicate, but also uh, the YouTube syndicate dunking on Games Workshop. The syndicate then replied, and the chat today decided. Nathan, are you the head of the YouTube syndicate? <laughs> no. no way! It's on a computer
3: machine. I've got no idea what's going on.
0: No <laughs> way, Jose! No way,
1: no way. <laughs> James, isn't that what someone who's the head of the syndicate would say? Uh, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Also, I can't see any syndicate existing without Nathan being at the head of it. Right? Yeah,
0: agreed. Like, it's weird. also any time
2: that there is some kind of underground, overground, or throughground uh, like organization, the head of that organization is never the one you think.
1: Uh, you, you know, also, like the, that, that sentence died so well. And what I wanted to end with, like anytime there's any of these, the head of that always oh, Nathan. He's
0: yeah. Nathan Prescott. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's interesting.
2: No matter you go back through time and he's ageless. Yeah, oh. yeah,
0: yeah. The head. Okay, well, Nathan, I'd like you to know that I reject your offer of being in the syndicate. Yeah, don't throw Ooh. your lackeys at me. Uh, but oh. obviously, lovely to see you. I hope you're well. Uh, anything else? Yeah. How's the fam? Like- Everyone good? Yeah, ev-
3: everything's all right. Well, my lad's phone got nicked, so. I might just have to do some messaging Halfway through Trying to get it sorted out But other than that,
0: all grand Okay, alright, well that's good (laughs) Fucking Josh, Josh, I love Josh Okay, well that's sad for Josh Uh, James, Mm -hmm. how you been, what's going on? Well, uh,
1: I am well I uh, spent my weekend in Bristol uh, On a stag day So I was in charge That was annoying Like herding cats but uh, other than that, very good. A bit tired,
0: uh, ready to chat here. Okay. Follow-up question. Are you the head of the syndicate? No, it's Nathan. All right, perfect. Okay. Are you in it?
1: I couldn't tell you. That's that's important. That's it's literally important. the first Kyle's and life. second
0: rule
2: okay. of oh. the syndicate is don't talk about the syndicate.
0: Okay. Oh, that seems to make sense. And then following on, Dan, uh, where you at? How are you? What's going on?
3: And how can I- you know the rules of the syndicate. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I'm, you know how
2: like everybody, every syndicate needs uh, like a plucky either journalist or like fired beat cop, you know like I, like someone who's like, you've just gone too far, and like you've, you've asked too many questions and now you're out. I'm that, so I'm, I give the syndicate uh, relevancy by trying to bust it wide open.
1: Oh wow, okay, lots going right. on, uh, lots going can on. Can you stop talking about the syndicate? On no, live I'm allowed extremes. to.
2: I'm allowed to talk about the syndicate because I'm not in the syndicate. I'm just aware of the syndicate's rules uh, by dint of me trying, you, to, bring your
1: trying to bring it
0: down. You're trying to bring it down. Sounds
1: like yeah. uh, a very complex
0: cover story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the deep state double agent <laughs> Dan. Double agent Dan. <laughs> yeah, deep uh, state. Classic. <laughs> yeah classic uh hello everyone in the chat hello to ratadron dom melson Fasanti. thanks for subscribing Chrissy, and thank you for subscribing pokey john what's going on everyone uh, dan is definitely an undercover cop trying to get closer to the inner circle of the syndicate i agree uh yeah, yeah that makes
2: i'm i except i'm not i've got i've realized that undercover cops like it doesn't work like that so i'm going over cover like i'm just i'm not even i'm not looking for cover i'm trying to be as obtuse and obvious about it because then they'd be like he can't be that good or like, you know, like, <laughs> like surely he's,
0: he's probably not like if he's that obvious can't be. No, no, not Yeah. Agreed. Right. Well, listen, I, I got a couple of things to, to bring up before we kind of move on. Agency one news pretty slim on the ground in the past week or so pretty slim on the ground, uh, truth be told. Although there's some kind of Eidneth news that I wanted to discuss with you, all three of you, before we go forward. Because it mm-hmm. hasn't, well, there's been little to no news, actually, we haven't heard of any Battle Tomes coming up, obviously apart from the ones that they've kind of road mapped. Uh, we haven't had any kind of like advanced stuff, so we can kind of skip through that a little bit. But something really fun came up today. Uh, one of the uh, event results from over in America, uh, they had an Eidneth Deepkin army play through and go and get a 4-1. Which was pretty cool. It Ooh. was like there was a lot of cities lists that were doing really well. I think Ziggy and Rob have already finished the stats for this week. So a kind of like sneak preview uh, is that cities of Sigmar are currently sat on a sixty-five percent win rate for January and February, which is pretty high. Uh, it's Ooh. a lot of lot of Forminator- Yeah, a lot of formulators featured in those lists, obviously. Uh, which is, and any half decent player could beat formulators, but obviously we can't because we're not half decent players.
1: The city current, all cities of Sigma are currently awash with. Stormcast, a, a wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's
2: Stormcast feet cities because they still have subfaction abilities where Stormcast
0: don't. Yeah, exactly. Uh, thank you to Eight Arms Slapper for subscribing. It's very lovely of, t- uh, of you to subscribe.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> okay, I have a question. Like, is that like as in eight arms? As in you've got eight arms and you slap people, or you have eight arms and? you're a slapper, as in, like, the slang term to call someone a slapper. Like, I I don't understand it. I need definition there. Uh-huh. Because... The visual of someone with eight arms just, like, walking up to people and slapping them relentlessly, like some kind of angry Goro from Mortal Kombat or Dr. Octopus, makes me super happy.
0: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) We'll find out in the chat for a moment. But the thing that came up was, uh, you know, when the FOMO box came out, the Fury of the Deep, uh, we discussed discussed the... uh, the units inside, the Thralls and also the Reavers. And I, I was a bit down on the Reavers, but actually uh, someone this weekend uh, did pretty well. I don't know if you happen to know what the new profile for the Reavers is. Uh, no. Okay, so there's two shots at 18-inch range, uh, not forgetting they can move eight, so 26 effective. Two shots, mm-hmm. threes and threes, rend one, damage one. So a pretty nice start. Now mm. the Eidolon, the aspect of the Storm, has got a bubble of plus one to wound. And that's not just melee. That's plus one to wound. Oh,
3: very nice. Oh, so nice. that
0: could be twos and twos quite easily. Well, yeah, but you think oh, only one unit can be twos and twos. But it turns out the turtle. I didn't know if you knew this. Thank you to Cartier Law uh, for subscribing and Vineys for donating a gift sub in the chat. Tra- gift oh. sub in the chat. That's fucking great. Um, th- I did not know cool. the turtle because probably you don't tend to see a lot of Namati, uh, basically the thralls or the reavers. Uh, that gives a plus one to hit aura. Oh it does what? Oh wow. Yeah, a plus one to as well as the plus one to save. Who knew? Right? But <laughs> right, I guess you never really needed
2: it because it used to be just eels and at that point you were like I I just roll dice and reroll fails until you're gone. So pluses to hit don't matter to me.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So thank thanks Finis by the way for the sub and also brand new uh subscriber Cartier Law. So that means that this uh person was running uh I think it was, I think it was uh, John Anderson. It was John Anderson. That's who it was. Yeah. Um, uh, he was running him in Footh 1. So he had two units of, sorry, three units of 20 Reavers, right? Which is uh, that if you're keeping track with me, each 10 is 20 shots. So that's 40 shots for one unit, 40 shots for the next unit, 40 shots oh. for the next unit. Hitting on twos, re-rolling ones, wounding on twos, rend one, damage one
2: wow
0: pretty good pretty good and I kind of came up today and I was like because we've obviously got the new uh, Ida Thiepkin book coming up and I was like "Mm, I do wonder I do wonder if it's going to be a shooting book like the DOK book and like seeing that as like the first kind of like iteration of a list that's so strong I was genuinely like wow that is a lot of shooting 120 shots in a turn Mm -hmm. so uh, yeah yeah. it
3: is yeah, yeah yeah mega
0: yeah, and Owen, in the chat, lovely to hear from Owen, uh, says um, uh, that the OG Ideneth Deakin player um, and he used to play a lot of Hammer Time events. So I just wonder, what do you think? Nathan, you played at the weekend. How do you feel about 120 shots a turn at 18 inches?
3: Ah, oh, sounds... Uh, well, yeah, it's 18 plus 8, did you say? 26 inches. So, yeah, yeah sounds uh, pretty pretty tasty if you're... The fish man, and not so tasty if you're on the other side of the board, uh, because you can't see the sun or anything,
0: <laughs> you won't be able to see the bad moon, Nate, even though it wouldn't be on the board no. at that point, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, James, what do you think?
1: Uh, I'd be I intre- like it would be interesting to see what buffs stick in the book. Like, if I guess if you can make them p- one unit plus one to hit, uh, for like once per. Uh, game, not so bad, but I mean, it's a lot of dice in it. Like, every time people are like, oh, they're going to speed up the game, it's like, oh, there's 120 dice. It's a lot of dice. Mm. It's I'll, 100... I'll pop to the bar.
0: Yeah. Oh, it, it, it wouldn't take long. It's 120 dice, re rolling the twos, re rolling ones, twos to wound. I, I guess that's... at least you've only got to pick out the ones. Yeah. Like, right, that's quick, pretty much. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's Dan... just.
2: Just think, more more rolling waves and waves of dice with re rolls. Just it's just not exciting. Like that's all.
0: Yeah, uh, it's. Uh, I personally think it's uh, it's very strong, and I was I was very interested in listening to it to like reading the list today, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna ask the lads about that later because uh, genuinely pretty impressed. Uh, by that level of shooting, truthfully, and it would be interesting to see going forward if the Iron Deepkin. I mean, Firesteers is just going to be a combat army, right? Like, unless they do something mm. pretty wild. But I assume. Mm. I don't know. What do you think? Do you think I'm foolish for assuming that the War Scrolls that we see in the FOMO box are going to be the same that we see inside of the book?
2: I, I know. I think that's going to be it as well. Like the War FOMO box War Scrolls are going to reflect the book. I believe.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Nate, you got any thoughts on it? Well, yeah, I mean, the uh, the Ardneth,
3: um stuff that came in that box were, was just better than the other than the Fire stuff, anyway. And and their obviously their shooting seems sweet, but also their combat stuff seemed good. So I think uh, it's got the flexibility to go whichever way you wanted, or you could have a mixture of both. I'm sure. But most people tend to, like, decide on a thing and then just fucking go deep on that, don't they?
0: Do you think it plays well into the Spider meta? <laughs> Uh
3: Well, it just depends. Uh, yeah, I'm sure it'll have a great time. Except uh, as long as it can get past the 2-up save, Kragnos, that's running around, smashing, smashing face.
2: Is the spider meta also known as the eight-armed slapper? <laughs>
3: <laughs> is that, just, is that it? Yeah, because I lad. imagine
2: that if you flip it, the spider rider can like do a handstand, leaving all eight of the
3: spider's arms free for slapping. For, for fighting, yeah. So the spiders ride on the on the grots, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the way it's done.
2: Good. Just wanted to yeah, make sure I was clear there. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> all right, listen. Uh, so that's the kind of thing that I, I thought it would be worth uh, bringing up, as, especially because you can't really play any of the Elven factions anymore. As we know, uh, Lumineth Realm Lords are, are, are trashed here. Absolutely can't, unplayable. Um, 60 point <clears throat> increase. So um, uh, I just thought it'd be worth bringing up. All right, let's get on with the show. Uh, James, have you done any Warhammer this week? Just just to catch us up real quick? I haven't asked you. Uh,
1: I have done. Uh... I might have painted some more chariots. I can't think where my week's been. I think I've painted more chariot than last week, but that's
0: it. Uh, okay, good. Oh, yes. Are you, is the chariot list, I mean, is it trundling towards the is finish it line? Operational. Yeah, it's, it's not
1: far. Uh, I think there's, there's a bit to finish, but not much. It should be done by the
0: end of this week.
2: Uh, oh. Ready for the chariot meta?
0: Yeah. Is it, wait, is it going to be playing at the arena? It might be. <gasps> featuring. We might get to see the chariot list. If you guys uh, aren't aware, this uh, Saturday we have an event at the arena, which we did just have uh, one dropout. So if anyone would like to come to the arena and uh, play at our event, um, then you can. And I think I'll, I'll find a link in a minute and put it in the chat. Uh, but there's one ticket available. Um,
2: uh, Dave Fraser raises a good point he says does this mean that if Aussie and New Zealand AOS players will have to stop using the phrase we're not here to fuck spiders if there's a spider meta no quite the opposite uh, it will mean that if there is a spider meta we have to use that to be like we are here to fuck spiders yeah. or uh, uh, to get fucked by spiders which I think would be a nice turnaround you know they've been copying the the long end of the stick for quite a while literally when you hit a spider you want a long stick so uh, I, I think that that's it'd be a nice change of pace
0: uh yeah i agree uh uh dan you've been prepping for the soulbound show right yep good as as much as i can you know like i
2: feel like it, it it's kind of like looking into the eight points like effectively it's like hey you're gonna look just right into the eye of madness have you prepared your mortal mind for that and that's that's what i've been trying to do as much as i can
0: uh, yeah, oh. so there's a thing in the chat. Factions of Middle Earth uh, has said, "Question: Completely different system. Talking about Middle Earth, James. I know you're a Stan, um, uh, but uh, but in Middle Earth, Sword by Grave Lords. Not so by Grave Lords. Sorry." sorry uh whatever the uh, strategy SPG battle stands game for. thank you uh we have a 33 shooting limit so a maximum of a third of your army may carry ranged weapons does age of sigmar have something like this question mark this stop players bringing in whole armies of bows james you want to answer that for us uh
1: yeah so um no uh and it gets like i was on about it the other day but it's so complicated i don't know who i was on about it with Anyway, it gets really complicated, because I think, like, realistically, in Middle-earth, you basically hit people with something, or you shoot them with something. Like, you don't come with both. Mm. Mm. Whereas um,
3: there's a lot of armies do, don't they? Like, fire yeah. slayers, everybody throws an axe.
1: Like, everyone throws an axe, or, mm. like, in uh, like like dragons. Like, they shoot, they fight, they shoot when you charge <laughs> them. I, I, and I think, but... like... the the problem with Sigma is you couldn't just flat rule it. Um, yeah. And it doesn't always like thirty-three percent of your army is more complicated because they're units. I think. Mm. So then I think there's that like weird bit where um, you'd be like, oh, it's thirty-three percent of your army, and someone to go. Sorry, I brought six long strikes. Yes. Yeah, I think I think that's
2: the the key for me is that I I I haven't played. Middle earth for quite a while, but shooting, even though that there's absolutely stronger and weaker shooting units, the difference is that Age of Sigma, one unit of nine long strike crossbows, that could be the only shooting unit in your army. But the amount of damage that that unit can do between double shooting, teleporting, doing everything like that, it's not a percentage thing. It's about the sheer imbalance between shooting units, like, or Lumineth, when they were, they had, they have a unit, just in case you're not aware, that can fire without line of sight from the other side of the board and do mortal wounds quite easily on five up. I know, we don't have to worry about them anymore. But the reason they were a problem wasn't because you would take a whole army of them, it was because one or two units of them wouldn't necessarily be 33 percent it'd be less it'd be a quarter of your army but the sheer amount of unstoppable damage they could do was was fucking yeah, I think, hobbling
1: the, i think the other interesting thing just because we're on it is like if anyone has or hasn't played uh middle earth like shooting free garbage like the most rewarding way to kill someone but generally not great like it hits Mm. on a four if there's something in your way you have to roll a four to miss it If there's other people in the way you have to roll a four to miss it and like if your mates are in the way or fighting the person you might hit them well you just can't shoot so if you're good you just can't shoot and if you're evil you can kill your own mates well i
2: always play evil always shoot into combat just like when skaven used to be able to shoot into combat in old fantasy battle every game every time Just. (laughs)
0: Well, shout out to Johnny Thunder in the chat for subscribing. This kind of brought me back to, uh, I'm glad you asked the question, because Nathan, that used to, Age uh, to Sigmar Zero, there was a cap on shooting, right?
3: Was there? Yeah.
0: Mo, oh. only le- only, Mo only let us have like 70 shots in an army. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there was at some point.
3: Yeah, I vaguely remember that. It never affected me that much, but yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah long
2: strikes are just sitting there being like 70 i only need seven
0: yeah yeah i'm i'm so good uh anyway like i mean look if you want to roll 120 dice a turn you fucking crack on lad that's what i think so uh congratulations all right um nathan let's talk to us about your battle report from this weekend what's been going on how like tell me i'm so excited this is it Everyone, <laughs> strap in. james dan this is our time to shine we sit sleep. down and shut up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah got it. Let Nate <laughs> oh, run
3: l- run the run the tracks here. Uh not... Go on. Hey, you're welcome to ask questions, because there's bound to be a few on the way. Yeah.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh what okay, so what event were you attending?
3: Uh yeah, so I was going to I think it's called the Warrior Lodge quest of warriors for the thing where you win the ultimate prize that's actually
0: so that's the name that's the name that's the name correct yeah. correct uh, who was organizing the event
3: the warrior lodge lads
0: okay. uh, i think the main guy is dan
3: but there's also a guy called tom and there's some other guys that i can't remember what their names were so sorry lads but yeah <laughs> loads of lads at the table
0: what the yeah. organizers of the warrior lodge there were many they had a deep lodge would you say yeah
3: The lodge was full of
0: lodges. Okay, perfect. Question, was the lodge similar to a syndicate, would you say? In your syndicate experience. (laughs) Well, not having had much experience
3: with syndicates, I would say... A likely story. No,
0: it's not similar to the syndicate that i'm aware of <laughs> <laughs> you are aware of one Thanks, thank Room, for subscribing uh okay where was the event held uh yeah so this was held at the sanctuary which is
3: a shop in mansfield uh and uh yeah pretty nice shop clean bright shiny massive donuts the size of your head coffee orange juice all of that sort of stuff Loads of board games and stuff you can buy or hire and stuff. So, yeah, nice. Quite A very nice venue. Nice bogs. Hand dryers or the connoisseur's choice? Mm. Uh, connoisseur's choice, yeah. Paper, paper towels. Paper, paper towels. Paper,
0: yeah, paper okay. towels. For, okay, a couple of questions. Oh, couple there was a hand dryer but also you have the option, yeah. Oh, nice! It's always nice to have the option. There's a couple of new questions that have entered into the mix of um, uh, events. yeah. First question, were the toilets actually located inside or outside? What? uh but inside J- james what <laughs> james will know inside sorry where the toilets located was it like an outhouse situation james know what i mean yeah or yeah. was it more was of a was it a portaloo yeah was it a portaloo or was it like was it an internal bathroom no, it's sort of situation all internal plumbing
3: so yeah it, you had to go up a few uh, some stairs to get there okay. although there were some downstairs ones for uh if you were uh disabled or anything like that but yeah upstairs and downstairs these okay. were available yes
0: uh, follow a follow up question with were were the tables landscape or portrait oh <laughs> I've got to it's ask that shouldn't be a question <laughs> it shouldn't be a it question it has to it, now be a question it has to be a question
1: yeah. oh, I hate that uh, so the much.
3: tables were were nice I mean uh, they were designed so you could have six by fours or whatever the hell size they it's are now. landscape yeah 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 landscape uh yeah. Okay, yeah. good. How was the terrain? Uh terrain was good, yeah. There was a fair mix. Uh started off playing on a table with thatched little thatched houses. Oh, nice. nice. Um played on some others with some runes. Oh, I got to play with one of those bloody Chaos Hill things. Remember those things?
1: I do from- unfortunately <laughs> oh the huge things yeah really yeah like the skull head on i'd forgot yeah i'd forgot about those things oh, you play uh, nick thompson's house sometimes he's got one of them
3: oh yes oh uh, yeah yeah i've not he's not thought it out when i have played there but yeah it was quite fun we played the star strike one whatever that veins of girl is it and of course it landed on top of that thing so. of course it did fantastic <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so we got to fight on that it was good fun yeah i bet i bet I, i'm gonna pile in I'm, I'm gonna attack with i don't know 25 people your choice uh, or three depending on how you want to measure this um okay oh, it worked out all right yeah. yeah were the tables too low too high um
3: i'm not bothered too much by height of things but uh i guess they were lower than the ones at the venue at the arena of light
0: yeah. Uh, a sort of standard table height sort of size. Yeah, well, actually, so... the the ones in the TSN arena are actually t- standard table height. So,
1: Isn't mean, every think, table doesn't... standard table height? Doesn't Nathan mean like dining table height?
0: Yeah. Oh, no, dining just, um, table height. No, Dan, because the kitchen kitchen counters a specific height. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, but
2: what what if it was a house of short people? Standard height for them is going to be shorter.
0: I don't think they build houses like that. I don't think they, I'm not a builder, but Fish is and Nathan is. So maybe they could help us. But I don't think they look at a house and think, I reckon short folk will live here. Yeah, Yeah, I had to to
1: reorganize my house to fit me in, basically. It's like, like, if I just lower everything by two inches.
2: My, My grandmother, with the fantastic Australian grandmotherly name of Rhonda, Nice. I'm, I can only assume now that I'm saying this out loud. This is where my love of of uh, the the doughy, powerful, shorter races comes from, because she is like I have to get down on my knees to hug her. Like it just the shortest <laughs> human being you've ever met. Um, uh, she's also like literally a force of nature. Just she likes me because I argue with her. And the rest of the family is too afraid to like give her shit about her political opinions. Bless her. She's amazing. Um, however, I'll always remember one of the first times I went over to visit and she was like, Oh, do you want a cup of tea? I was like, yeah, of course I do. Now. And then she's like, all right, well, you're up. I'll have one as well. I was like, well played. And then I was like looking for the tea in just like the medium height, like, dr- like shelves. Right. And she just looked at me and she's like, Dan, you are fucking idiot. What do you think I'd put anything up there for? And I was like, Yep, right. You can't even reach it. Like, so her, when she moved houses, the entire house, they redesigned the kitchen to lower everything for her height so that it was all in there. So all I'm saying is that sometimes you build table height to the person, not the table. Yeah, after.
0: But like, there's a standard <laughs> when you install them.
2: Right? No, I'm going to do it from now on. Do it early build it short, and then just
3: make people uncomfortable. Just sell it to short people only.
0: Exactly, this yeah.
3: Short person's house, yeah. yeah.
0: Alright, well, uh, okay, so I think that terrain, yes. Food? Was there any food at the venue? Uh, yeah, well, uh, the venue sold food,
3: obviously, those massive donuts and cakes and things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, lunch was provided. We had a sandwich buffet the first day. Uh, huge packs of water as well, so you had Water on bowls of water whenever you wanted, basically, which was nice. Uh, and then the second day was pizzas, so yeah,
0: all good. Nice, everyone loves a pizza, yeah, yep. Uh, yep. yeah, uh, tables should be adjustable height, like catering kitchens in, in Norway, says Father Son Gaming AOS. Uh, that would be nice um Ooh, uh, that would be cool that would be cool um that would be really nice uh, i think yeah bobbin in the chat who i think is six foot eight or nine uh, and james probably would have very different issues at table heights but that's mm. fine okay nathan what list did you take was this was this the first run out oh, of the shush. spider fang did. I did. On. I come, did on. Come, come on, on. <laughs> was it come on spider no, i told
3: you already from the last week you fucking short memoryed bunch of bastards yeah I- if I finished my spiders, did I? So, so what no. did you take? What do you mean? You've been painting them for like two years. Yeah. Well, I've also painted squigs and gargants and stuff as well in that yeah,
0: time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Tabletop Minions in the chat. My gaming table I built might be kind of high. No problem. I'm sure you and the rest of the Syndicate Tabletop Minions can solve this problem. Uh, Nathan, is Tabletop Minions in your Syndicate, yes or no?
3: No comment. <laughs> no comment
0: <laughs> no comment okay <laughs> interesting uh <laughs> so we re- remind everyone in the chat like tabletop minions thanks for being a first time chat who didn't know what army you were taking to the tournament what army did you take specifically well
3: i'll point out if he was in the syndicate he would probably know if i was <laughs> in the syndicate too so there you go you can, syndicate uh,
2: d- members are unaware of who else is in the syndicate. And what Tracking. armies they play. <laughs>
3: yeah. uh, right. Uh, so I had a... My general was a loon boss on a pair of Bangla Squigs, as you do. Uh, and he had the Arcane Tome so that he could uh, cast the spell Squig Lure. Um, and also... He could then take a Moon Clan wizard trait, mm-hmm. which uh, he did, and the trait he took was called dodgy character. Uh, and the dodgy character means every time you target him, you have to re-roll your successful hits. Oh, oh so okay. sorry. This is a this is a
2: trait usually intended for a wizard, not uh, for- known to be riding a death beast into combat. That's
3: right. So, yeah.
2: Broken. The, Broken.
0: Everything is a wizard now. In Age of Sigmar, if you're not yes. aware, in the core book, you can take an arcane tome. And looking at all the event results, as I do every Monday, I've seen that arcane tome on everything. It's mainly on Frost Art Phoenixes, often on Frost Art Phoenixes. Mm. Um, it really hasn't helped bring corn the 28% win rate army up, but it has come up to a 31% win rate army. So, <clears throat> but you do now get corn Wizards sometimes you, get you, like, get, yeah, you, you can also, also get You have seen quite a few rune wizards yeah, which I've upsets me rune lords them so as well. many that rune lord is like a keyword bonanza he's like I'm the general so I make these iron drakes battle line Yeah, I'm also a wizard so now I get a spell lore. if I'm a wizard in hallow hall I get two spells right amazing <laughs> right and then I'm also a priest with curse every time like there's so much value packed into just the meme where someone just tapping the top of a rune lord they're like yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> <laughs> baby can fit so many keywords full
3: he's full up all the way yeah. well it's
2: packed. tip and, and the best part is he'd be slapping it on the roof and be like this baby can fit so many keywords and beside him he's like selling it to a grot that's just like I'm not even sure what
0: you are <laughs> uh, what else have I seen be wizards everything bosses, or more crusher wizards uh, oh and- my favourite was a steam tank
2: oh yeah <laughs> like a, a steam tank commander so I just I love the idea of the dude just like reclining in his little seat being like open the port like opens a window like shoots a fireball out the window of his <laughs> tank it's like sir should we maybe use the gigantic cannon that we strapped to the tank. It's like, no, 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 I came here to cast a spell. Yeah,
3: <laughs> tie a big
0: wand to the front of me. Uh, <laughs> uh there's some uh, uh, <laughs> Alright, so sorry, <laughs> I'm just we imagining we...
2: that tie a wand to the front of the tank. <laughs> like as a visual, how you turn things into a wizard is amazing <laughs> for me now.
0: <laughs> well, like because in the book it's an arcane tome, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So like and uh, WYSIWYG, now not to be A bit of a narrative gamer. But if you don't have an actual arcane tome on your miniature, should you be allowed to be a wizard? Question mark. Obvious answer is, sure. But for the point of being pedantic.
2: Let me follow your pedantic question with another pedantic question. If a model couldn't read... Or, like, for instance, I'm just going to throw it out there. If you're one of the fucking knight draconis guys flying on the back of a dragon, meanwhile he's, like, busting out a book being like, excuse me, Valphamax, can you please just, like, I need you to cruise. I need you to cruise. This is very hard to do on the back. And then, like, flipping through the pages on a book being like, fuck, where was it? Where was it? Where was it? Aha, there it is. Like, I'm just, I think that there should be a little bit more, like, thought put into that. Arcane crown, maybe. Everyone can wear a hat. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wish can you had a
0: as Hag used
1: to everyone. Be. Go on. What did you say, James? Can everyone wear a hat?
0: That's what I was going to say. Why can't it be the old arcane hat? It wasn't called that. What was it? What was it called? Wizarding hat. Wizard- wizarding wizarding hat. hat. Yeah. I would yeah. prefer if it was a hat. It makes more sense as a hat. I'm not really sure mm. how you be- one becomes a wizard,
3: but I feel I'll he's got... just point out yeah. also that I'm not a bandwagoner because I always used to use the wizarding hat in Eighth Edition on my loon boss.
0: Nathan Nathan terrified of being accused of being a a a, a bandwagoner with his twenty eight percent win rate gits that he's been painting for six years. Someone's My like, Loon so...
3: bosses have always had wizarding hands.
0: Someone just tuning into the show to see Nathan Brace Nathan's still here, what's he doing? Still painting gits four and a half years later. Yeah, yeah. okay. I think you're safe, Nathan. I think uh, you're I'm safe. I'm just glad that they can access the wizarding hat. I'm, yeah, okay. So you had a loom boss Mangler Squig that had the wizarding hat. Yeah, mainly so he could be a dodgy character. Yeah, but also
3: casting squiggler is quite good. So there we go. Uh, Squiglu is run and charge for squigs. Uh, if you got the squid keyword, uh, nice. There you go. Uh, so other characters I had was a fungoid cave shaman. Uh, and he was able to cast the Hand of Gork. Mm-hmm. And then I also had a Madcap moment, uh wielding Madcap Shaman. So uh, obviously the Moonface Momet. So the little doll that you show to people. Uh, much so as you do. Only when I show my doll to people, they start taking their clothes off. So it's great. <laughs> Weirdos, but there you go. When I show my to people,
0: <laughs> they call the police. <laughs> they call the police. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh. God, it's like...
2: like I actually enjoy it, and it concerns me. Hello,
0: chat. Hello, chat! Uh, anyway, they call security. That's true, Mum Dare. Dare. they call security on you, but that's because you're naked when you're at an event. Why did you think you could go to Las Vegas and be like, yeah... I reckon the, the Las Vegas security who've dealt with all manner of mad shit for over 70 years would be like a, ma- a giant six foot four man in gold speedos. No problem. Absolutely fine. Thumb.
2: I think, I think it's because he didn't look like he was a professional. Like, if he looked like that was his job to be there in golds, You know what you were missing? Gold body paint.
0: Yeah, that would If would've... he'd have been
2: painted, like, from head to toe, they would have just been like, oh, he's probably a street performer of some kind. <laughs> or maybe he's, like, one of the Cirque du Soleil guys. He's just finished the show. Uh, what if he never moved? Like, they came up to it, they're like, what do you do? He's like... <laughs> Just a living statue. He just immediately did a living statue. That would be great. <laughs> they have to pick him up by the legs in the front
0: and carry him <laughs> out while he's still holding the position. Sorry Nathan, we, we were interrupting. We've got really far into the list, so this battle report will be fine. Cool.
3: Uh so where was I? Oh yes, so the moon face guy. So minus one to your save, uh in the combat say uh combat phase if you're within twelve. Uh pretty sweet little artifact. Uh So then uh, my battle line was uh, two units of 20 Grot shooters and one unit of 20 Grot stabbers with nets and all of them. And then I had um, a unit of 10 Boing Grot bounders and two units of five Boing Grot bounders, uh, two units of sneaky snufflers, and... Uh, I'd allied in two kilbow beast skewer killbows. yes. Uh, No, no, I'm sorry, I I can't. I'm just losing it because then every
2: every now and then I look back at Rob. And I'm just like the drama being performed by Shilly. It just it just breaks me. I'm sorry. I'll I'll I'm not gonna look at him Nathan, anymore. what
0: That's... was the, what was the what was the what was the what was the tactical intent of taking the beast skewer killbows? Oh no, man skewer killbows from uh, no beast. they were uh, beast skewers, not man skewers. You know what's really hard to say? Drog fort kicker. I always say fort drog kicker, which is just a huge mistake. Oh, thanks to a cloud. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> to applaud for donating twenty one pounds to the show. Not sure why, but you get a shitty moment from a minute. Thank you. Uh that was good. Yeah, what was the reason behind the shooting? Did you feel your list didn't have enough shooting? Did you think like, what was your what was your thoughts? Well, uh, so the well, and I also had a squid gobber, so I had
3: extra shooting there as well. It's mainly so I've got a long range strip because they so my little piece of tech was obviously uh, garrison the two kill bows in the loon shrine and then you can set them up uh, within six of the loon shrine in the movement phase and it doesn't count as a move so basically you got 30 inch threat, threat range from the uh, loon shrine so nice long long range shooting long range shooting from the squid gobba uh, also had the scuttle tide in there so a bit of long range mortal damage uh, mortal wound damage uh, and the Great Green Spite is also 24-inch uh, shot, which is D3 because I only had units of 20. Um, so they th- that uh, just loads of long-range stuff make my opponent uh, have to take damage first turn because I've been finding all my opponents just give me first turn because uh, I'm mm. normally one gazillion drops anyway. Mm. Um, I think this list is 14 drops, 11 drops, 14 drops, something like that. Um, so, so you wanted
2: something to like, be like, if I'm given first turn, I can put yeah, some pressure on. Yeah, if I'm given first
3: and, yeah. turn, I've got, some, I've got some proper threat here. So then people mm. are, are going to be taking first turn against me quite often. Uh, also, it just makes your opponent play completely differently. Mm. Uh, and also, it means that uh, they might come forward but they're concentrating their long range stuff on your long range stuff. So it means that now I can counter charge with all my squigs, which are, uh, really choppy actually in a fight, but it's just, they never get anywhere because they just get taken off before they get there. So yeah.
0: Okay. So did you have a way of of avoiding them getting taken off this? What normally takes the squigs off before they get there? Well, yeah.
3: Well, like, uh, Shooting and stuff like that. So normally, I'll, so I'm hoping their shooting is going to concentrate on my shooting, and then that leaves my squigs free to get into theirs. Uh, if priority rolls go my way, etc.
0: Yeah, like two wizards just like just doing fireballs at each other, and that allows all the soldiers <laughs> to just fight. Basically, is what you were thinking.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, sneak underneath and stab each other in the
0: yeah. That makes sof- sense.
3: Soft bits. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: So, so uh i i guess like i to to ask the question how did the gobba perform because mm. it's a beautiful model and i just it it in my head it should absolutely demolish whatever it looks like because it's such a spectacular model but i don't <laughs> know that it ever does or that's never no. been my
3: experience no so it's it's all right it's um, if a character is sort of isolated, so if a character's got lookout, sir, then that's quite hard uh, to get mm. hold of, but if it's like a small wizard that's uh, just wandered off on his own, or you're leaving, leaving it on the back objective when you push mm. your arm forward, then it, yeah, you can give it plus one a hit and, and go for it, because uh, it's uh, six shots, fours, threes, no rend, but d3 damage, okay. and it's 30 inches and and it moves 4 so 34 inches so uh, a lot of those
2: kind of unarmored support characters yeah. it doesn't need to or, hit a
3: lot to yeah yeah and it doesn't need line of sight as well so it's it's the get the equivalent of sentinels sort of of course but yeah yeah <laughs> but uh you yeah, and also but lightly, lightly armored stuff cuz it get it naturally gets plus 1 to hit against units of 10 or more so, like lightly armoured screens or mm-hmm. um, bowmen or stuff like that, mm-hmm. like it would be quite good against. Except, like, uh, say so sentinels, obviously minus one to hit because they're uh, they're very bright and shiny, mm-hmm. and then they can buff their armor saves quite quickly. So, yeah, yeah. not so great against them. But
0: yeah, a spore uh, especially... crawler, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic but i guess now we're seeing like
2: a, a rise in the amount of cities lists mainly because they can fit fulminators and drag dragons in there we're seeing like numbers of uh crossbowmen and freegill handgunners and things like that so i would say potentially having something that can just consistently chip damage away from those units it's that, yeah. not a bad thing
3: yeah yeah it's quite good for uh you know when people leave 10 dudes on an objective Mm-hmm. And then uh, you can put a few shots into it. You might take off three or four, and then hand hand a cork something over and try and get them to charge mm-hmm. and nick an objective. <laughs> Even if you hand hand a cork the uh, squeak gobbler over, shoot <laughs> shoot them in the face and then charge it in and <laughs> run at them.
0: Can I just say what an amazing set of hopes? You're like, well, I mean, in some situations you could fire it maybe even kill a couple of dudes. And then, <laughs> you can teleport it, and then you can charge it, and you might win that fight. Like, yeah. don't aim for the stars, Nathan. Just fucking really, just like, three or four dudes. Um, yeah. Okay. The All thing right. is, it's a monster as well,
3: so um, good for like, monsters take over. Mm. Obviously, you give up a point as well at some point. When when they decide to kill it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it's only got five up. So it's only eight wounds with a five up save. So when they do decide to kill it, it normally dies. Uh, although in my first game on the Sunday, I was playing against a Thunder Lizard list. Nice. And he said, and he, he asked, uh, how many wounds is that? That's five, uh, Eight wounds, five up save. He was like, all right, then I'll go for bring it down. And then he did one wound to it. So that was great.
0: That's amazing. <laughs> that's
3: fantastic. Just because the the, the the thing is, that was not because he didn't target it. It was because he hadn't measured any of his ranges. <laughs> <laughs> then he found out so that brilliant. only one thing was in range to do
2: damage to it. <laughs> <Amazing>. <laughs> <laughs> that's Sounds that's like a genius. Actually, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to do this one. Do you want to... Do you want to check? You can. No, no. It's like Yu-Gi-Oh. You got to believe in the heart of the cards. Like that was effectively his answer to like, <laughs> what, do you want to plan this tactically? That's amazing. yeah. Well, I,
3: th- I think actually he was hoping to get that prayer. Uh, not it's not a proper prayer, but that thing where you can run and shoot. And he failed mm. to get that thing. So yeah. And also his magic didn't kick off as much as it could have, should have, would have,
0: could have, or maybe would have. So, All right. Yeah. So talk us through. Your Doesn't games. matter. He's still
3: pummeled me into the dirt and uh yeah he killed it eventually and everything else in my army. So yeah.
0: Tell us about your games, baby. Who do you play game one, day
3: one? Cool. Cool, cool. So uh day one, game one, uh played against Joe Jackson, so I've played him before in a couple of tournaments. Good guy, good guy. Uh yeah, yeah, he's great, great lad. Uh he had uh Teclus, thirty sentinels.
0: Shut up! What? The price they are now?
3: Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Cathelar, uh, who is the general. Um, I love that. It's okay. I, I, can I just say, I love how often
2: you see, like, Techless, and then just, like, ju- Steve from the bar. And it's like, who's running this army? And they're like, Steve is. And you're like, Really? <laughs> Really? <laughs> Techless is like I am God, and then this like like weepy lady is like oh, yes,
0: but I decide who does what. I'm the oh. wizard. Uh, yeah. Wait, did he have two lots of ten wardens as well, Nathan?
3: Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. Two tens, or was there a twenty and a ten? Might have been a twenty and a ten, I think. Okay. In this economy, that, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and then but the we were playing. The, so, uh, they rolled the missions out of a little tumble thing with balls. And, uh, yeah, they rolled up the hero mission. <laughs> uh, so, it... Great, I've got to fight these sentinels. And uh, and it's the hero mission. <laughs> so, there we go. Uh, <laughs> they just... <laughs>
0: <laughs> how did uh, how did, did you did you beat them up first turn, smashed them. Well, so he said uh, he'd take first turn. Okay. Was Which he a battle he regiment? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, he
3: he was one drop. I was one two. I was eleven to fourteen drops, whatever. <laughs> so <laughs> so so he decided he'd take first turn. Yeah. Uh, so he 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 didn't. And kill this turn, he only killed one of them, so he killed the little moon face momot guy. And then he decided it'd be a good idea to get rid of the uh, the kill bows. So he split fired and killed them both. Uh, and, and he also killed uh, some other stuff, yeah, he killed loads of stuff actually. First turn, um, and he just dropped Teclis straight in the middle of the board. I was like, I've got a bit of a chance while Mangler angler squig's still here and had a few bits and bobs. And my fungoid was i just put him on the extreme flank and just try and run him around to the back objective uh, because his uh, sentinels were not in the middle of the board. They were more onto the left flank. But it just meant that for the first two turns, Uh, I was able to get my battle tactics, like Ferocious Advance, and then he had screened out uh, Teklis with some Wardens. So the next turn, I was able to kill them. Um, But uh, I wasn't getting any of the primary objectives. Uh, Meanwhile, he was getting all of them. So obviously, he's holding one, holding two, holding more. Uh, So he's three points up every turn. Uh and second turn he also killed the um squid gober, so he got himself extra point there. Uh so every turn he was just scoring more points. Uh mid the middle turn I managed to get around the back and into his Cathalar and I also deleted uh he went he won the third turn and took the turn. So I deleted one of the objectives that he was on.
0: And did did, uh, did he delete some more of your units with Sentinels?
3: Yeah, yeah, he's killed a load more of my stuff. And... Uh, well, so he killed a load of my stuff, scored the thing that he was on. I, I deleted the one that Teklis was on. Uh, so he scored his point where the Cathalar was, but then I got into Cathalar, killed her. Um, so I managed to... And I managed to get the fungoid onto an objective as well. So I managed to score a primary objective. And he only scored one. Uh, No, he scored his two that turn again. So, But it was getting closer. But, I mean, obviously, he was way ahead by then. And then, by then, most of my army was gone as well. But he failed to kill... So the fourth battle round, he didn't score any points. He failed to kill... Uh, he failed to conquer an objective that I had. Nice. Uh, yeah, because the fungoid stayed alive, uh, and yeah, that was it. So he went in with zero points. I was like, oh, maybe I can score some points here, but I couldn't do my. I tried to go for bring it down, kill techless. Obviously, didn't didn't really have a a good chance uh, by because by then my. Uh, Manglish quick boss died as well, Uh, um, and so that was it.
0: Oh, you lost. Uh,
3: Basically, I I was only scoring one point, and then he scored. (laughs) He came over eventually, killed the the um, the dude. My fungoid uh, scored his points, and my army was all gone. So I I wasn't scoring any more points. So yeah, he beat me twenty points to eight. So, yeah, quite a a solid thrashing,
0: really. Uh, Kind of question for you is, uh, like, obviously with Lumineth being completely ruined uh, by the Winter FAQ, ruined and unplayable, uh, do you Mm. feel like it was just really uh, you misplayed the game or do you feel like 30 Sentinels might still have some play? Mm. Oh, yeah, I think 30 Sentinels are good.
3: Techless is great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh solid army. I think uh I think he ended up doing really well. I think he went four one. He 4-1. did. He did. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh I think it's a good army. Yeah, uh, uh Techless has got ac- well obviously got access to all those spell laws. And he's just like a huge toolbox where you can just just do loads of stuff to you. Yeah.
0: Okay. Nightmare. You I mean, uh, the game at Six Nations was obviously fantastic. Where uh, in the in the LRL mirror, uh, we saw our man uh, lose his thirty sentinels and then just go on uh, to just just absolutely smash face, um, uh, like absolutely went uh, and smash face all over the board, right? Um, like, with just his techless into... Like, having lost his 30 Sentinels, which I thought was uh, particularly good. Uh, but, okay. All right, good. F- good first game. So, you, you beat... You, you you lost to one of the other low-power armies. Uh, mm. So, then, uh, what did you end up going into next? Did you find so that then...
2: disheartening at all,
0: Nath? Just yeah. out of curiosity? You know, like, coming
3: up against such a weak army and walking away with a loss? Mm. No, no. I was just there for a run around. So, I knew... I knew that um, I had to give other people a chance. So I was quite happy that he had <laughs> Fair. Yeah, uh, uh, a good chance. Yeah. He gave him the chance. He grabbed it with both hands and ran off uh, chuckling to himself. So, yeah, having yeah. a good time. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: What was your second
3: game? So then I got to play um, some Iron Jaws. So Blood Tooths with uh, Double more Crusher list. And uh, three units of piggies, I think, and three units of hard boys as well. So
1: that was a nice quick game there.
3: A uh, scary game, but fortunately, the the wheel of doom gave us the vice. Okay. so Love the his, vice. his stuff was really far away from me.
0: Okay.
2: And so the squiggobber came into its own. Just uh-huh. shot them all down before they could reach your lines.
3: Well, yeah, it, it, uh, it did quite well at chipping away at units of five odd boys, uh, <laughs> making little holes. So, it was good. It was good. I, yeah, did some damage. How many odd boys did it there. kill? I think it might killed seven over the course of the game. <laughs> yeah. In, from shooting. And I think it even got into combat at one point. So, yeah, having a great time.
0: <laughs> okay, how many the points
1: thing is, is a squid? Gober? Yeah, how many points is a squid gober, Dave? One hundred and seventy-five, I think. Something how many? Like how many points is five odd boys? 90? 80? Cool. It almost at yeah. its points then. Or just yeah, about
0: yeah. it. M- how many points is ten sentinels? One hundred seventy points, but way too much. I've ruined.
2: Yeah, obviously. Hmm. So all I'm saying is like, obviously the squid gobber is better same. because it's yeah, cheaper. Yeah, yeah. Like it's three hundred sixty three
3: squid Th- yeah, three has been achieved
0: Yeah, three squid gobbers, thirty centidols, <laughs> parity. Yeah.
2: <laughs> They're monsters, Same, duh. They can do monstrous advance. D-
0: Nathan, you probably don't know this. Thanks, Jammy, for pointing this out. Do you know that um uh, squig launchers in forty K are genuinely so giga fucked that they've been nerfed twice?
3: No, I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. that's amazing Uh, yeah yeah yeah, I'm glad I'm glad it's never been that way with script gobbers yeah okay good I mean
0: yeah yeah Yeah. okay Uh, yeah so yeah Yeah.
3: double more crusher pretty scary uh, prospect but then he was uh, pretty scared of double skewer killbows, and so uh, very iron jaw like he was trying to skirt around and he was just edging up slowly and Uh. turns. We were just doing our ferocious advances and monstrous takeovers the first two turns. Uh he actually made one of his war chanters a wizard uh, I mean a monster so he was a point up after the first couple of rounds. We edged into position. Then uh he won round three and took it, went for conquer uh which he got. Um so he, he came over, took one of mine. And then uh, I decided I would conquer one of his back. And uh, he had come into range of the Beast skewers, And so I managed to ping a couple of shots into a Moor Crusher and rush in and, and slap it about and killed it. It was great. Uh, and um, I took took uh, took the objective back off of him. And then I went and actually took one of his as well. So I took two objectives. So I hold three. So, um, yeah.
0: That's fantastic. Uh, into,
3: yeah, going into round three. So, yeah, I I slowly, uh, well, obviously killed the monster as well. So I've gone up one. And then you turn more crusher. So he had the. He won priority, otherwise I think I would have run away with it. So he, he, he got the priority, uh, brought his other Mawcrusher around to bear, uh, smashed off one of my dudes, um, and also um, killed my Squid Gobba. Sad times. Oh, but, oh
2: no, not the uh, Gobba.
3: Yeah, so he, he, the Gobba went down, smashed up a load of dudes, and... Um, and he was controlling the center of the board now, but the two skewers were still left so I was able to um kill one of his units of art boys that which this this quick gobba had depleted so managed to go in there kill finish them off but also managed to kill some other stuff so he was pretty pretty much depleted um and although I skilled uh scored very uh low on that round meant going into the last round he was a point up, and I went into the last round uh we uh we were tight on time, but we talked it through and i would have won a i would have gone a point up because i would have i won the priority uh and would have kill and kill would have killed his uh more crusher i was quite severely wounded then and uh would have been able to control the central objective, so stealing another point more than he would have that round, so it ended up a total draw.
0: Okay, so you- Oh, wow. <laughs> it was a dead draw. A draw, yeah. Oh, wow, that was a journey. That was emotional as a journey, you start to finish. Uh, so you lost to the underpowered LRL, but the overpowered Iron Jaws, uh, you yeah. ended up getting the draw. Yeah, so, yeah, managed to get a draw. Yeah, um, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty impressive. Not many people get flat draws in Agency Sigmar anymore. No, well, it's just uh, he went up uh, right the,
3: early on, obviously with the with the chaining his dude into a monster. Yeah, uh, and then it was level pegging, level pegging. Then I had a big turn, and then he had a, a good turn, bringing himself back in, and then yeah. I managed to finish off a little bit stronger. But it was all very, like, a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit here, a little, little bit there. So it was good. Great game. Yeah, uh,
0: I, have, I have a question. Tight games
3: are always good. I have a yep. question.
0: Did you have an MVP in that particular game?
3: Uh, uh I would say... The Boingrub Bounders are probably always an MVP, actually. They just go in and kill stuff very fast. Didn't really you say, dead.
0: like, before we started talking, that the Boingrub Bounders were good, but they always get killed with shooting?
3: Yeah, but there's no shooting in an Iron Jaws army, is there? Oh, so,
0: perfect. Okay, yeah. no,
3: that's true. So fight fight them all, all day long.
0: Okay, you know? all right. Uh, okay, game three. So you, so can, uh, can I just ask James and Dan, who do you think he might have played game three? Because he's, he's lost to LRL, but he's beaten Iron Jaws. Oh, no, Drew, Drew. I'm tired.
3: Drew, Drew, Drew.
0: Okay,
2: uh, I'm going to go with Corn.
3: Oh, there was a Corn player there, but I didn't play him, right? Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. I won a a Sigma list.
2: There Ooh. were
3: one, at but least, it- possibly two. At it that point,
2: cities is is like all these cities lists have Stormcast in them. So at that
3: <laughs> point, these cities lists are two and zero. Mm. Yeah, I don't know if that cities list was I overly Stormcast.
0: Was... I know there were Iron Drakes in it. I reckon it would have I mean, been it was somethings... definitely two and o. I think it would have been Soul Black Grave Lords. That's my guess. What did you play? I played Luminous Realm Lords again. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: How? Uh...
1: How was luminous at
3: the <laughs> same level?
1: The same
0: uh, Lumineth Realm Lords or a different no, one. No, this is a different one. Okay, okay. alright. So it might have been a different list. What was in the yeah. list?
3: Yeah, so the list was different. That and you'll see why he wasn't um, why he was playing somebody that had uh, lost one and drawn one. Well
0: we're all gonna so, play Lumineth a lot on the bottom tables in the future. Yeah. So he had uh he had uh, techless. uh so It's um, So same. Same. Yeah,
3: tech, techless nightmare. Uh, he had a unit of Dawn Riders. All nice, actually, pretty good into gets. Yeah, uh, yeah. They first hand charged me. I was like, "Oh my word, they're gonna wipe me out!" But he charged five Dawn Riders into sixty gets, so he didn't wipe me out. Uh, then he uh,
0: had uh, those Blade Lord guys. Yeah, uh-huh. situational situational pin lords. Yeah. They're, they're bad. Uh, the uh, really uh,
3: uh,
0: the he 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 had the same
3: general one of those. Catalan. yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, the
2: ladies. Mm-hmm. So another situation where a sad wet elf is giving the commands
3: to the god of the elves. Good. Uh, he also had some sentinels, but only ten. Oh. A gentlemanly
0: (laughs) 10. Yes.
3: I know. Amazing. This is fantastic. Yeah. And then, yeah, the rest was filled out with wardens. Two, maybe three units of 10 wardens.
0: Wow. Okay. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Too expensive uh, for Sentinels. That's why. It's true. They are very pricey now. Um, uh, Okay. So uh, how did it go? Because it sounds like it's a better matchup for you.
3: Uh, Yes. And we played Survival of the Fittest which is the one with the predators and the donkey uh deployment zones. Uh, yeah, so I think he made Taklas a predator, the Sentinels a predator. Uh, I don't know what else was a predator. Anyway, he had some predators wandering around. I made some of my dudes' predators. I can't remember which ones they were. Uh, and he went straight for um, slay the warlord for some reason. Uh, and your what? warlord was the
2: silly bloke on the back of the thing that was a wizard that you have to re-roll hits against, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a so, big energy call, turn one. I yeah, to start.
3: Uh, yeah, I was impressed. Yeah, he took first turn and he said, right, I'm gonna. Take your general off the board, uh, and th- I'm playing against Dan Elkinton. By the way, who I don't know if you've met him before. He's from uh, Lincolnshire way, a uh, Boston way. Great, uh, it was a great game. He's a great lad to play against, actually. Uh, and uh, yeah, I would recommend uh, the uh, the blood juice player. By the way, was Rob Allen, who I think is uh, it was like. Maybe one of his first tournaments. I don't think he plays very often. So mm. that also helped me in that Bloodtooth game. Anyway, Dan uh, Dan went for Slay the Warlord. Uh, which he failed to achieve. Oh, Although- did
2: he did he put anything onto him? Because I just like I'm now like going away from jokey brain. In my head, I'm like, if he chose Slay the Warlord, surely he thought there was something that could do it.
3: Yeah, he he wounded it to uh, it's middle bracket, so he took off, uh, I think he took off about 7 out of 12 mm. wounds. So, mm. I mean, that's where it's worst. But it was, uh, he did say uh, it was probably a bad choice. Mm. The the problem with Lumineth armies is most people take Ferocious Advance first and They don't mm. seem to be able to do it because they can't run because they're mm. all in Shining Company. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and everybody else doesn't want to run. Because they're mm. elves, so they're,
2: what they want to do is sit behind that little screen wall and just fire the massively shitty sentinels that are obviously terrible at everyone
3: yeah okay but but obviously as well the uh the wardens and stuff want to move on to objectives. Mm. he did he also made a first turn charge with his uh, dawn riders, like I said, mm. but i had I had my three units of grotz like layered together. So the center the centre unit had overlapping, um, so the center unit of stabbers had overlapping arches mm. almost touching in front of them. So there was a small gap. So he just charged straight into that center. So he engaged all three units. Mm. At once with his Dawn Riders, which I thought was like this guy, these things must be horrific because I hadn't played against
0: Dawn Riders (laughs) like these
3: things, but then there were loads of netters right there as well. And I was so so like, Your pretty horses are no use to fishing nets, yeah. So he did, yeah, yeah, he did a fair amount of damage, but he didn't cripple any of them really. And they were all stood by the shrine, so yeah, Yeah. so. The the I have a question because obviously
2: putting the arcane tome on your loon boss on Mangler makes him the most powerful wizard in all the lands. How did he go trying to cast spells, <laughs> going uh, up against us?
3: Yeah, we didn't cast very many spells. <laughs>
2: okay, yeah, because <laughs> that for me is sometimes is a little win. You know when you've got like one shitty wizard with no buffs, but uh. you get a spell past Teclas or Nagash. I'm just like, fuck you. Fuck you! Yes, like I, yeah. I that's every turn because every turn they're just like you don't get to cast your spell.
3: No, you yeah, don't think, get to cast. I your spell. think actually in turn two I managed to get a um, uh, great green spite off, and I think it maxed out at the three damage. So yeah, I think I did. Uh, right. Yeah, I managed to get that spell off and do three mortal wounds, two techless with it. So not only did it it get past his unbind. Because uh, he, he was saving his auto unbind, I think, mm. for Hanukkah. Or, yeah, mm. I think that's what you're saving for. Or maybe for the Skull Tide spell, whatever mm. whatever it was. He, so, so he tried to unbind it, failed to unbind it. And then he had a four up ignore spell ignore where he can mm. bounce E3 mortal wounds back onto me. So he failed that as well. And then I managed to get the maximum. You know, <laughs> Amazing. That. So, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. So, first turn, he failed his objective. Um, but, obviously, those Dawn Riders were right in front of me, sort of pinning mm-hmm. me back. So, I went for broken ranks and killed them with loads of squigs and stuff straight into them. Mm-hmm. But, shot Techless with my b skewers, managed to blink a few wounds off with one. And then, uh, I won the priority, and Techless was right there in front of me. So, Unloaded the b skewers into gym, both went through for dunk for dunk, took loads more wounds, and then uh, he oh he also had Severith in his list, actually, you know that bastard elf fox thing, yeah, oh yeah, 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 that was flying around being an absolute bastard anyway, so um that's why I had this grotz layered in layers so that he couldn't get to my um shrine i didn't want that fox going anywhere near it but then uh but i won the priority uh, put a couple of big bolts into techless managed to get the three mortal wounds as well from the great green spite whatever it was uh and then uh charged all of the boingrots uh oh i think i got 15 boingrots into him and killed him with all the mortal wounds.
0: Into Teclas.
3: yeah. And he had tried to mess up the charges using Severus, so Severus was really close by. So I just piled into him and killed him. So I killed <laughs> Teclas and Severus in one combat phase. Oh, Perfect. So the best day of my life. No, it was <laughs> <That's>... great.
2: <laughs> the bo- even the Boing Rock Bounders were probably having conversations after that, being like, "Did we just? Did we just do that? Did that actually?" just happened for us because you know like you read about it but it's just so nice when it finally
0: happens
2: (laughs) 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 so yeah
3: so yeah so obviously a huge chunk of his army severeth and um techless going down uh so uh it meant everything of mine was sort of in the middle of the board and he could like uh close the trap but the bait he had used was too much, and he didn't have enough other stuff to to close the trap. So he did um, charge in and kill a load of my stuff. But uh, I was too far ahead by then, and I had enough stuff in the, in reserve. The Mangler Squig then went in and did loads of damage, um, and yeah, so managed uh, quite a hefty win against them uh them they're uh elves second time round
0: fantastic fantastic so you got the win oh yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. uh proving that LRL are indeed bin they are Mm. a terrible army (laughs) which
2: means that the first loss was actually an outlier this was the true data
0: (laughs) yeah this is is the truth this is the truth uh amazing congratulations so uh, like what a perfect day a win a draw and a loss yeah 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 i was super happy
3: full house Good day, yeah. I got uh, a straight flush, so I
0: was yeah pretty happy. Okay, I don't think any of you know how poker works, so uh, <laughs> that's what I'm getting from that. You have that. to take clothes off now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, at
2: this point in time, Nate, you would be wearing two less items of clothing. So, <laughs> was it a two-day or a one-day, Nate? It was a two-day. Oh hell yeah! yeah. Or oh, you know we're keen about where we came up with. Uh, uh, was so... was game 1 day 2 lumineth realm lords
3: yeah <laughs> no 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 i had the pleasure of playing against seraphon thunderless oh,
0: nice <laughs> so,
3: uh yeah so a uh, engine of the gods <laughs>
0: Wait, so you played lrl <laughs> i endorse lrl and then thunderless and seraphon yes with Gits. yeah 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 <laughs> okay so, uh, and we were playing. This was
3: the Star Strike one as well. Okay. Which, yeah, nightmare. Mm. Uh, well, I know it's great time. Great time, Star Strike. Mm. Uh, yeah. So yeah, he yeah, had the um, engine of the gods was his general. He had a slan, a little skink priest, a couple more Stegodons, and three Salamanders, a two and a one Salamanders, mm. and ten skinky skinks. Oh, and a life swarm as well. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh how did you find the this is the, these guys reduce damage down uh, by 1 cuz it's coalesced, right? But you don't you're yeah. not bothered cuz most of your attacks are damage one. Yeah, yeah,
3: not yeah, not really a problem to me. Obviously the mangler slightly reduced in efficiency,
0: but yeah, it's yeah. not not anything. I often yeah, think not... about that right when writing my gets list, I think if I do run into those coalesced, my mangler won't be quite as effective as I had planned. That's...
3: The mangla the mangler was great mm. when it did fight in this. Oh really? Uh, yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> got Tell us. you know
3: those D six Jorobites, bites, it got those through and it rolled heavy on those. Did he? Absolutely yeah. absolutely mullered his general with my general. Amazing. And then I badly. Yeah. Oh. Uh yeah. <laughs> so oh, spoilers, sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Uh yeah, no, he took first turn. Uh, cause uh, I had B kill those and he killed those. Um, Yeah, shot them out the Shrine. Pew pew! And then... So yeah, thinking back on it, uh, the tactic that I used of putting them in the Shrine, against armies like that, where they have to see you to shoot you, my tactic should be to put the Shrine further forward, because he's not really threatening the Shrine. He's more of a sit-back-and-shoot dude. Yeah. It's actually put my uh, b skewers behind the Shrine, Yes. So, so he can't see them, and then when I want to use them, I just garrison the shrine. Again, it's not a move, and then I can shoot from the shrine. Yes, yeah, a great idea. You should definitely do that. Mm. Yeah, I should, but I didn't. So there we go. Ah. Uh, <laughs> but this was no this was the one where I was telling you about the gobber. He first turn he said, oh, "I'm going to kill the gobba. and instead he killed the cures and he put one wound onto the gobba just because he couldn't. Couldn't actually reach it, and I think that one wound was from magic. So yeah. So this Man. is a cunning lizard.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Interesting choices there. Yeah, but I mean,
3: it doesn't really matter that much in veins of And this one, I think the battle tactics are well and good, but if you can max out on primaries, especially later on in the game mm. then it doesn't matter if anybody's called ball tactics or not because you're just scoring massive points at the end of the game so mm-hmm. um so you have to play for the late game really which i find gets is probably not strong late game
0: are they good in the early game
3: yeah, they're better in the early game than they are in the late game. Because that's not they're I, asked. I said, are they good yeah. in the early game? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, there's a difference it's... between strong and stronger,
3: <laughs> I think, and that's well, the definition we're trying to find yeah. here. The thing is, they're on the table at the beginning of the game, so you've got a good chance of doing things with them. Right, they're not okay, normally there sense. at the end of the game, so that's the why they're not so good at yeah. that stage of the game. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he... Uh, yeah, he killed my Biscuas, so that was uh, a good uh, bit of safety for him. Although he he pushed up very aggressively to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, just pushed his whole army forward. So I, uh, first turn, I went in and took off the pair of salamanders. And basically it was uh, set up really uh, obvious. So he pushed up, I'd pushed up, taken off the salamanders, and then it was like, uh, whoever wins this priority is in a super strong position because we're right sat in front of each other. And uh, yeah, so he won priority and uh, took full advantage of it and punched a big hole in my army. Um, the the vein of Gur, whatever it is, the tree of life, or whatever it is that you're supposed to control, the random thing on the board. Uh, mm. pitched up on the Chaos War Hill thing that we were talking about earlier, mm. so um, yeah, he put a Stegadon on there, and then uh, managed to summon some Sauros on there as well to help out from the engine. Um, then uh, I wasn't able to take the um, I wasn't able to take the objective back off of him, and I'd gone for Conquer. Um which was very bad calculation on my part. Um uh, I think I failed a charge or something. For some reason I couldn't get, get on there and take it back off of him. So I managed I did manage to kill one of his monsters in that turn, but that was the only point I scored. And then the objectives came down, landed uh they both landed in decent places for both of us. He had a stegodon where he could drop back and claim it. Um mine landed where most of my dudes were. Um But by then I'd lost a lot of my dudes and he he had the he had the um priority again and just uh yeah, pushed on. Uh, and killed load more of my stuff. I think that was the turn he might have killed my general in that turn as well.
0: No, not the generalissimo.
3: <laughs> yeah the old uh, dodgy character went down
0: uh, Even and... in his wizard tat
3: Especially in his
0: wizard tat. I think it's only reroll like a re successful hits in combat or am I wrong, Nath? No, no, it's all success even shooting. Oh, that's it's great really, good.
3: really, really good, yeah but I mean I've I've had it where it, it works it's gone worked the wrong way. So I played against the cruel boys army with it uh in a uh previous uh, one of the arena tournaments. Yeah. And uh made a load of Bolt Boys re roll their hits, but they hadn't hit with the mortal wound shots. They had only hit with like fours or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> fours and fives and then re rolled it and then they were all mortal wounds. And oh. then that just killed them. So yeah. Ooh. Sometimes it works the wrong way. But yeah, it, um, yeah he, he went down pretty uh, solid there. I mean, I was lucky where the objectives were because then mine and the central objective were quite close to each other. So round four, I was able to claim mine and the central objective with like bits of summoning and stuff. But by then it was just the scraps of my army that were left. So I scored heavily there, but I hadn't scored before and he had scored loads before. Mm. And then last round I had nothing left on the board and he had everything. So he was able to max score the full seventeen points there. So uh yeah, so he gave me a good kicking. It was ended up fifty one points to seventeen. Oh
0: so a right
3: a right close kick. that one that close. Just, yeah. <laughs> So that was
0: yeah like rugby score really. Uh that mm-hmm. was Jack Jack mcquigan Okay. Alright, listen. Let's focus. You've had to play LRL twice. Iron Jaws and Seraphon. Dan, who are you guessing in game five? LRL. Uh, ne- James. <laughs> yeah. For third time. Third time. Lumineth uh, 3. So you've lost two.
1: Yeah. 1-1 one, one, drew one at this point. Yeah.
0: Iron Jaws again. Okay. I'm voting for Cities. Cities. <laughs> No, well, uh, obviously, none of you read
3: my tweets. What a bunch of bastards. So, <laughs> do,
0: you <tweet? laughs> do you
3: tweet? Yeah, I do. All the time. I'm like a fucking parrot. <laughs> I'm busy this <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> all the while. So, Uh Right. I played against. So I got to play against the spare player uh, who had been doing quite well. He had won two games and lost two. But it was the tournament organizers, Tom and Dan, were alternating. And Tom was playing with a Spider Fang list. And Dan was playing with a Ogre list. So the Ogres had lost both of their games. But the Spider Fang had won both of his. So he is going undefeated. And I got to play against the Spider Fang. So happy days. Uh, And his list was two... You played against
0: Spider Fang?
3: Yeah, Spider Fang.
0: This is like... This is some sort of like fated moment where <laughs> well,
3: finally... Yeah, I played the last five game tournament I played against Spider Fang as well from Ireland. That was a great game, Spider Fang with Bundo okay. this was this was a different list, so this was uh uh two Arachnoroks with shamans on the back and a madcap shaman. And then three lots of ten spider riders. And Kragnos. And, and then Kragnos himself oh. has snuck into the list. Nah. That guy is a bit of a bit of a bit of a scary fella
0: to see across the table now. Yeah, if he's got a Gitz army. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah. he was playing against a Gitz army, so it's fair, right? No, this is this is like the equivalent of like the kid in his think... puberty at 10 and you're like you're all doing you're all doing rugby and you're like oh get all oh, the 11 yeah. year olds are in but one of them's six fucking four and he's like he's 11 like... he's 11 yeah you're like oh it doesn't seem about right but okay carry on
3: yeah well what they should have done was we should have had Kragnos on one side and then the spider fang should have come onto my side with me then it would have
0: <laughs> been
2: fair fight. it was you know what i love is that like I'll be the first person to say, I hate it when you've got a spare player and they just take a shitty list that isn't going to be an interesting game. You know, like they're like, oh yeah, we took a crap list. It's dumb because this the, game, it's, the idea is just to give you a game that I lose. I don't like that. However, adding Kragnos just to any spare player list is like rocking up and just being like, your opponent's like, yeah, so blah, blah, blah. Let's talk about this. And then you just rock up with like a shotgun and a wind machine firing, you know, like confetti in the air behind you because you're like, fuck you here we go spare player no wonder he won twice he had kragnos at the bottom table list
3: Amazing. Yeah, well, so he had he had beaten he had played and beaten the two lists that i had played as well so he had beaten the lumineth list that i had played and beaten uh, so that guy was like gets no way jose I don't want to see those fellas anymore. And then he had also played and beaten the double more Crusher list that I'd played. So that guy was also terrified. It gets come the end of the weekend. He was like, no.
0: PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, quite... so you're telling me that the guy that you drew against and the guy that you beat, this other Spider Fang list, also yeah. beat and beat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, (laughs) I'm going to say nothing about player skill here. We'll just move the fuck on. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay. All right, okay. So how do you prepare against uh, a Spider Fang Kragnos? kind Mm. of, I guess it's a mirror match if, you know, uh, like, you know, 36% of of your opponent's army is one model and not a Spider Fang
3: Yeah, so Kragnos is obviously a little bit scary. We're playing, also we're playing... um, your favorite one, Pharrell Foray. Pharrell
0: Foray. My favorite. Thanks for knowing It's my favorite one. Yeah.
3: Yeah, oh, I know. I've seen that tattoo. And so <laughs> we, uh, yeah, we set up. I'm like, oh, I don't want that bloody Kragnos anywhere near any of my objectives. They'll just disappear. So um lined up my dudes in front of my objectives. And then he, then he, then he reminded me that. Kragnois counts as 30 models. I was like, fuck. (laughs) He better stay far away from my dudes. Uh, So, uh, he did give me first turn. Yes, he did. He was three drops. I was 11 to 14 drops, something like that. Uh,
2: As is tradition.
3: Yeah. And so, I thought, well, maybe if I can get a couple of B-Skewer bow shots into that lad. And then, like... Once he's dead, then I can concentrate on the Arachnoroks. They'll die pretty quick to be secure.
0: bows, and then happy days, game plan. The money two- the money I would they- pay for that Elon Musk thing where you've got electrode in someone's brain so I could listen to that conversation. The money I would pay where you're staring at us and go, yeah, where you're talking to yourself, I'd pay so much <laughs> fucking money for that. <laughs> <laughs> i'd pay i'd give all i owned for that conversation well i reckon i should stop that guy from getting near me uh <laughs> good idea nathan let's enact yep. this plan sneaky stuff or something and go yeah sneaky stuff all my boing bounders, pounders
3: get them into him get the old man squig into him show him a doll so he takes off his pants and then
1: what bloody... about the uh the, the the squig launcher
3: uh that's there to shoot at spiders
1: yeah.
2: Out of curiosity, just like because obviously, Nath, your doll makes people take their pants off. Mm-hmm. Rob, does your doll have that same effect on people? Or like, does Shilly cause an immediate drop of trousers? Or like, what's, what's the deal with Shilly? Shilly is a person.
0: Okay. Okay, sorry. Sorry, Has- not a doll. Hashtag puppets <laughs> rights. Okay, not a doll. <laughs> Mr. Dunn, I am a person. <laughs> you will respect me or you will get phone calls from me at 3 a.m. <laughs>
2: Uh, Which is easy for you to do, because 3am for you is like, like 3am for me is just middle of the day for you. Mm. Um, okay, yeah. yep, so That's... never mind. Don't, just, Please carry I, on, I, I I can only assume that Shilly is not a trouser dropper.
3: Uh, well, I don't know. What how the state of your trousers done?
2: <laughs> uh, firmly held up by a solid belt.
3: Uh, <laughs> cool. It's got a Nice mouth. All right. Uh, we are going to (laughs) move on to, uh, yeah. So this game, uh, so craggy, so he gives me first turn. I bubble my objectives at six inches with, um, my three units grots, and then just line all my shit up behind waiting for Kragnos to come in. Um, basically ignoring the spiders and just waiting for Kragnos to come. Uh, then he takes his turn. Some of his spiders do a flanking maneuver. Kragnos comes rolling in and smashes off twenty dudes, uh, leaving a um, leaving himself ready to move on into the rest of my army. So whoever wins this priority is probably uh, got the best chance of the game. I managed to win the priority. Yes.
0: Oh, excellent. Yeah. So. Uh,
3: un unload my B kill killbows into Craggy, and uh they just bounce off. He's fucking ching ching. That's it. Uh that's uh his shield works to too Anyway, I managed to get um all my up bounders into him and my
0: mangler squig. Okay. So you've you shot him with your killbows. You've... yeah nothing zero wounds zero wounds yeah. okay but boingrots grots and mangler squig let's go yeah all of them
3: and also 20 stabbers into his back mainly just so i could get a netter onto him
1: because
3: hmm. i want him minus one to hit me when he hits me back with that great big hammer of his super fair so i think i roared at him yep or something like can't that i'm a bit sure uh, can't you uh Okay, well, maybe I
2: didn't can roar you, at him. A... Can
0: you roar at a monster? Maybe you can. But, Nate, no, did, did you yes, just yell? You
2: Are you saying you just physically uh, yelled at him? Oh, no. Yeah, like, you, can can't
0: stomp, the you can't stomp. You can't stomp. You can can't stomp a monster. Yeah, you're right. 100%. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Anyway,
3: went in. Um, activated the Mangler Squig first because I thought he's got the highest rend. Obviously, showed him my doll.
0: Yeah, perfect.
3: Uh, And also, he had his back against some impassable terrain. So I wasn't able to get the big unit of 10 all the way around. Mm -hmm. So I thought, uh, actually, the Mangler might be the best chance here. Um, Although, I probably still would have had more attacks with the unit of 10 because they were snuffled. Anyway, the Mangler went in, and I thought, uh, you know, he's got the best. Uh, I did a fair amount of Mortal Wounds on the charge, actually. Um, Mangler went in and only did two wounds. So oh. sad, sad times. Uh, so he turned around and smashed up the unit of 10 Boingrots so that there were only three left. And then those three took him down to two wounds. Oh, they went absolutely crazy, those three did. Uh, and then the others just didn't do anything. So he was left on two wounds. I thought I had him. And I thought, oh, maybe. I went in with the two units of five. I thought maybe if I can take him down to one new wound, and then I can pile in with the netters and finish him off. That would have been just the most beautiful way for stuff to happen. But it didn't Didn't go that way. He survived two wounds. And so it meant in his turn, he then smashed up some more... Boing- uh, he, no, he took off the Mangler Squig, I think, that next turn. Heartbreak. Uh, and also the spider's... He ran around the obviously. I just pushed up into Cragnos and left my back door wide open. So he just ran around the back with some spiders, took one of my objectives and deleted it like burned it. Um, and then coming into round three, uh, I had to take the turn, so he just deleted another one of my objectives. So it just meant he was uh maxing out on primary objectives, um, and then I actually failed my battle tactic as well that turn uh, trying to kill 10 spiders and left one alive and it was the 10 spiders that he had been uh, trying to contest my center objective so I thought oh, it's okay it'll run to battle shock but then it was in range of my loon shrine so it was immune to battle shock <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, ah so there we go. So uh yeah, failed my battle tactic there as well. So big points drops uh drop for me round three. Mm. Um and then round four uh he won priority there and was able again to max out on um primaries and then also get his secondary and he also killed my squid gobber that turn. So he he maxed out on points again, getting six points, but he screened as well really nicely with the spider riders. So I was never able to get close enough to his, and I had to come back to fight for my objective. Uh, so yeah, so I just never I just stopped scoring points. Last turn, by the time it came around, I managed to summon five squigs back on to help me out, and. So last turn, we went into that, and the Spiders had just run out of juice there, although he got the priority. So he, again, he scored his Battle Tactic and his, and two of the primaries, but uh, they had run out of juice. I managed to score a load of points, but I was nowhere near catching up to him by that stage. And uh, yeah, so he won it. 32 to 21. Heartbreak. Heartbreak. And- well, yeah, heartbreaking for me, but I mean it meant that he had gone undefeated that weekend with his spiders. <laughs> that is correct. In what you mean his, his and that is
1: the true spider story. backup. Yeah,
0: yeah. That is the best story that, from the weekend. That's the real hero
2: of the weekend.
0: Yeah. Do you feel like um Kragnos is an auto include in a Gitz army, Nathan?
3: Uh oh, I mean nothing's an auto include. Other than
1: I thought the screw was?
3: Well, other than we so we both had madcap shamans in our list. So other than the madcap shaman, obviously, he's no. an uh, auto include. But yeah, no, Kragros is a uh, a super strong inclusion into that list. Um
0: has he and inspired... speaking to him mm.
3: afterwards, mm. the spider list, he yeah, you know, he says it needs Kragnos in it to work. And I noticed that online there's quite a few people playing Spiders with Kragnos. So that's Stuart McGovern guy. Or Stuart McGovern, yeah. Yeah, McGovern. That, um, that fellow has been playing with it on TTS, I think, and in Japan or somewhere. And then, uh, like, I think Luke Morton is playing with Kragnos and Spiders. So, yeah, seems to be um, a good combo. They are, the nice thing about them is that they're fast. And mm. um, if you take them in the Grim Scruttle tribe, um Thing, they've got a five-up ignore spells, so I mean they're not they're not tough really, but they there is there is a turn when you can activate the moon on them even if it isn't shining on the board, so suddenly they're doing all that damage on five-ups, and if you can get the spell off, they can actually you can use them just to take out like a support piece or something while Kragnos Kragnos takes most of the attention of your opponent, and then you can Mm. just do annoying little snipes with your spiders into the back lines. Um, So what you're saying is Spider Fang are are
2: great if everyone forgets they're on the table.
3: Yeah, yeah. If everybody's looking the other way, then it's great. You can do things yeah. with spiders yeah, so right. so
2: basically spider fang are uh, sneaking off to make out with a girl while her parents are distracted by the new year's eve fireworks
0: isn't there like just literally anything else you could take with Kragnos? <laughs> yeah
3: uh, yeah i mean obviously you'd be great in an ogre's list or in a gifts list with you could probably get 20 or 30 fanatics which would be horrendous for somebody. Uh, against uh, a combat army, would be the worst time ever because the fanatics always fight first. Yeah. Charging 3d6. So you can't charge them because they'll fight before you fight. And there's loads of damage output. <laughs> and then there's also this tough nut that's running around uh smashing stuff up. So yeah. The... Uh, yeah, the fanatic one is quite interesting. They're, obviously, they'll be great with squigs, and because uh, squigs need to get there super fast, because they are um, stabby on the charge. So he he obviously helps with that, and trogs as well. Yeah, they're quite good in a fight, aren't they? So if he can, if he, but the problem is that they never get there in time. But if he's around, he helps people get to where they want to go
1: okay like a taxi yeah like
3: a big taxi
2: nice i like what dan in the chat points out that spider fang are basically the guys that mouth off and like cause trouble and then when someone turns around is like all right it's time for me to shut you up they're like bill and then they're like massive like eight (laughs) foot tall six foot wide mates like you say something mean to my boys like that's that's what they do
0: Uh, the all of destruction is just a fraternity with one quarterback and they're just like <laughs> crack bro all the time that's it and he's like dupe. yeah yeah. that's it alright Nathan you had a great time would you run the same list or are you thinking of moving over to the clearly much more powerful spiders well yeah obviously I'm still in the process of
3: painting up my spiders uh, what of your by... spiders are done? Uh, uh, oh, I've not touched them since the last time so whatever it was I think it was 68.7% uh, okay but that might have gone down since last time. I can't remember exactly what it was. Uh, the um, I'll have to have a look at my chart. The uh, yeah, the the list is good. I uh, I do think it's a good list. Uh, obviously, uh, it wasn't that good. Maybe that was the general. It does rely on you winning some priority roles uh, early on, and Maybe, like I pointed out with the killbows, I probably played played them wrong in the dinosaur matchup. Although then he would have targeted other stuff, which would equally have hurt. Um, But obviously they would have been great shooting at dinosaurs with killbows. They would just love shooting at them. So, yeah, I I do think the killbow combo is good. Um, It forces your opponent to play different... Um, in that spider game, I shot at Crag. They survived the whole game, so I shot at Kragnos for two rounds of shooting, and then there was a Ragnarok in range for the rest of the game, so I shot at them for three rounds of shooting, and the only damage I did was I killed two spiders in combat with them. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> is that it?
3: Yeah, I failed to... I Yeah, I either failed to... Wound, or else he f- he passed his saves. So yeah, they did zero uh, that.
0: Okay, amazing. That, that okay, all right. Well, uh, Nathan, thank you for the uh, tantalizing report. Uh, I, for one, as always, enjoyed it. Uh, Nathan, uh, Dan, did you have a highlight? Uh, look, I'm probably just hearing about the
2: exploits of the Squeak gobber. and I know that like I'm saying that with a touch of sarcasm, but I also adore that model. And so it's, you know, like there are just those models that you're like, someone takes it and I just want to know that it did, I, even if it did nothing, it makes me happy knowing it was there. So like, also it's got a wonderful name. Um,
1: (laughs) James, what about you? Uh, The point where the netters
0: stop the dorm riders doing stuff. That was fun. Because always time for a netter. Yeah. Yeah. In, yeah. for every moment. Nathan, I deeply appreciate all of it. Thank you for regaling us with it um, uh, because uh, they're honestly some of the highlights of uh, my uh, my week uh, basically. Uh, cool. so,
3: yeah. Well, the netters did good work against Kragnos actually. like That's how come there were three squigs left and, and that unit of ten he only killed seven just because there was a netter stood behind him like slowing him down a bit.
1: Yeah. Important question narratively. Yeah. So the netters, they're little lads, right? Yeah. And then that only looks little. Yeah. So if that netter throws that net at Kragnass, is it like magic? Does it get yeah, bigger? It gets bigger. Or is he just really annoyed by the little net?
3: Yeah. I I think, I think the model of the net on the net, on the netter is only like a representation in real life, the net is massive. Okay. No. I think, actually, if you read the law, the the netters actually have got grappling hooks and yeah. ropes and other stuff as well. So well, they do actually, uh, yeah, like, tangle like do up about- legs and stuff like that.
2: I like to imagine that the nets don't get bigger, but all of the grots that are given nets are professional Olympic hammer throwers. Mm. So like the, when they come up against like Kragnos, they like do this intense spin to build up like a terminal velocity and then launch this tiny net, but like directly into his face. <laughs> into yeah, the Yeah. So ice. it's like
1: just over his nose, like can't open yeah. his mouth. Yeah. It's like, think or about it. If you
2: had a webby barbed hanky stuck on your face or like tissue that's going to distract you if, if you're also trying to hit
0: something with a stick yeah it's gonna really bother you and upset you all right so uh, listen uh, quite surprising to me that took like uh, slightly longer than the 15 minutes we did have scheduled for it uh, <laughs> which is a shock to me uh, because we've got soul bound to do so maybe we could just dan you're the gm and i don't want to overstep mm-hmm. the bounds but i assume mm-hmm. you don't wrap one of these in like you don't wrap one of these up in 45 minutes basically
2: no, no. Okay, they like
0: not that quick. Okay, so I just thought maybe we could just introduce our characters that we've uh, that we've yeah. performed, and then you could set the scene, if you will, like an opening, an opening kind of like, okay, this is, uh, these are the three characters, and on next yeah. week's show on Monday, uh, we will have yeah. a kind of, uh, we will have the story. So, do you know what I mean? Set the scene. We'll introduce yeah, let's, the let's, characters, and then uh, does that make let's sense? Let's do
2: that. Let's um, do that. Do you are you able Rob to pull up
0: a, a picture for everyone of of Akshi, of the the um the map of Akshi? No problem give me give me uh, under 2 minutes
2: Under 2 minutes yeah wonderful let's let's do that we may as well that way we could talk about where it's going um and we that way we also haven't lied for two episodes there in a go. row
0: There you go There um, you go it's up on the oh, screen
2: Beauty Beauty okay uh so ladies and gentlemen Welcome to to the great parch, the the realm of actually the realm of fire, uh, where our our humble little story begins and where. If you, if we want to take a little walk, if we take a stroll from Hammerhall, uh, just to the north and to the west, we found we find a wonderful little vacation destination uh, called Splitbrow Lake. It's a lake of of churning lava and volcanic ash, uh, and just on the side of that is a is a small town called Gloomsprick. Now, uh, Glomesprick is a it's a cosmopolitan town, you know, like lots of people coming through, but mostly Glomesprick is famous for the production of signage so anywhere that you go in the mortal realms any of the great cities of Sigma, you're going to find you're going to find big advertising hanging off of their, the taverns st- spruking their names and their deals um and in a lot of the, the lesser places they're just going to be hammered together by lots of boards but the tippity top come from Gloam where the trees grow flat, they grow long, they grow th- thin and they grow flat. So Gloam has become well known for producing fantastic signage. And that's that's where we begin. Uh, so uh, in here, uh, almost everybody who lives in Gloomsprick is in some way engaged in the production of signage and we're, uh, we're going to start uh, on the factory floor and so if you imagine we're kind of zoomed out off to the side we see this big churning bubbling lake and as we zoom in we come through and we go through the town we pass taverns and rowdy messes because most of the people here are labourers and workers and we come to a big long hall and inside we hit a factory floor where there's just countless uh, humans, dwarves and elves working away producing signage to order for all the different companies of the mortal Realms, uh, and we find ourselves at at a uh, a human bent over and, and working, <laughs> carving carving letters into uh, a big flat piece of wood, and uh, and uh, Rob, would you like to introduce your character to us and tell us what he looks
0: like? Uh, hold on, yeah, no problem at all. Uh, let me just quickly uh, uh, just get my character sheet up so to remind everyone uh, of my character. Yeah. Uh, so hello, my name is. Plippity Nosebody. <laughs> <laughs> With my right. familiar, Shilly. So my name is Plippity, <laughs> Plippity Nosebody. Hello! Uh, um, I, I am can a... I... On, I'm James. just going to have to interrupt. Yeah?
1: Does Shilly not want a name other than their own <laughs> for the no, show? thank you,
0: Mr. James. No, thank you. Shilly doesn't okay. really get roleplay. Uh, okay, cool. And, and I've tried a lot uh, in our personal <laughs> times. Uh, <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so my name's Flippity Nosebody. I'm human. I'm yep. uh, I'm aged uh, 29. Uh, my eyes are green. I have a mohawk. I'm six foot two and I weigh a hundred kilos. Uh, to give you my distinguishing features is that of uh, of the smell of a summer grass. Uh, and there was another distinguishing feature, which I, mainly the main distinguishing feature, I guess, is my familiar, my cohort, Mr. Shelley, uh, is uh, in here. <laughs> it's, it's,
2: I, and, and your character's familiar, I, I, I have to ask, did it, was it always a puppet that then came to
0: life? Or have you just always been followed around by a living puppet? I'll answer this, Shilly. You just, you just take a moment. Uh, I have uh, in my equipment. Uh, I am carrying around some medium armor, I think, or light armor. I can't remember uh, one of the two. But I do have a magical ring, um, which, when placed inside Shilly's ring. <laughs> Uh, does bring him, does bring him to life. It's a, it's a. I don't know how I got the ring, and it's fuck, my... I regret
2: telling you you could have that, that magic item. You like, it as well. I did, and I, did, I was like, well, I, did, I regret it immediately. Yeah. Mm. So it's a magic ring.
3: perchance is there any
0: inscription on the inside? Maybe James
3: inscribed <laughs> on the inside.
0: James's ring. Yeah. It's it says it says James in ancient uh elvish. Uh, Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. And if you were to touch the ring, then your model shall come to life. Like Toy Story, uh, basically. Thanks. Uh, so we, we see we
2: see your character <laughs> bent over a sign, laboring away, made significantly harder by the fact that you're working with one arm while your other hand is inside of Shilly, uh, uh, providing life, which does make you the slowest uh, producer of signage in the factory. However, uh, you, you also do obviously have the most care because you have... Shilly uh, is above you in the pecking order. Shilly's been promoted a couple of times uh, to floor manager. So having the oversight of <laughs> A floor manager constantly <laughs> over your shoulder it does mean that you produce while the the slowest to design the most quality signage
0: okay uh just like i do have a goal uh plippity nose body's okay. goal is to make shilly a real boy <laughs> <laughs> Great,
2: yeah, great. So we're we're, we're trying to bring Shelly to life. Uh, wonderful. Uh, so we're we're gonna we're gonna swing past, and we're we're moving out of the factory, uh, and we're moving into a, a large kind of walled off uh, forest, like uh, beside it, and in inside of this forest there are the massive flat trees of Gloamsprick. Now, these are, uh, imagine trees uh, two, three stories tall. They never grow much taller than that because before they do, they are cut down to be used and turned into signage. Uh, And uh, there's only a very small handful of, uh, non-flesh-and-blood mortal races that live in Gloamsprick. Not many uh, Sylvaneth would choose to live in the Realm of Fire, given that they're made out of bark and wood. However, as we come down into this forest of all flat trees of different sizes... Now, someone in the chat did ask how thick they are. Are there no... No wider, no thicker than a foot, but they grow infinitely wide. The, the longer that they're left, they don't just grow up, they grow out. So if you wanted a really big sign, then you'd have to get one that maybe had been growing for a couple of years to get that, that distance on it. Uh, but as we kind of pass through all of the different flat trees, we come apro- across a, an ashy-barked sylvaneth. Uh, and, uh, and Nate, would you like to introduce us to your character, working away, uh, helping make sure that everything grows perfectly and flat and smooth, ready for harvest?
3: Yeah, so uh, I'm busy uh, fertilizing some trees at the moment. Uh, how how gonna...
2: do you fertilize trees? <laughs> how, I, I'm curious to know how a Silvaneth fertilizes other so, trees, Nate.
3: Uh, a special compost that we produce, yeah, uh, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know all the stuff that they like uh, in the places they like. So, yes... I am a uh, a a branch witch. um I uh my distinguishing feature is that I've got two large mushrooms growing on the top of me much like hats uh so yeah double double mushroom uh, big flat hat like mushrooms uh I do actually also on my wrist of my hand in which I carry my great scythe Ooh. I have I have a tattoo of a broken chain. So mm. um, obviously some things happened in my past that uh, has meant that I've gone and got a tattoo of this broken chain, which is an interesting thing to possess. I do also have... Um, Sylvaneth have got very interesting faces. They have eyes um, and mouths. Uh, sometimes if a Sylvaneth has been uh, in the presence of people for a long time, they the, the hole in their face... Um, which is the mouth, they move it when they they talk. Because obviously Mm. the the sound, they don't actually use their lips for talking. They don't
2: have lungs. You're not breathing in or expelling air.
3: The sound is a magical thing that they do. Mm. Uh, Them being magical people. So uh, a Sylvaneth normally, uh, if it's a... Yeah, you know, if it's been communicating to humans for a while, it knows it's a bit disconcerting to be talking to something where its lips don't move. But like the I... full
2: first year of your employment <laughs> here, like you, you actively made everyone uncomfortable around you because you would just yeah. like noise would come out and they'd be like, "What the fuck!" Uh, and so you, you slowly had to develop this so that people would the not slip, freak out when you communicated with
3: them. The slip moving, yeah, but. Most of the time, I don't bother with it still because yeah, you know, mm. it's much better if they're a little bit freaked out. Um, mm. And mm. the eyes of a Sylvaneth again, two holes in the trunk of this uh, this thing, <laughs> but you can actually see the glow of the essence of mm. the eye. Uh, interestingly enough, one of the eyes, where the eyebrow would be, there's a piercing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so a tattoo and a piercing, very interesting. branch <laughs> which I've ended up with. Uh, yeah. uh the deep bellowing voice that I have uh mm. with out of a hole uh where the lips don't move, so the yeah uh, yeah I,
2: I i love the ima- the the image in my head of your character like eventually figuring that out and talking to someone They're like it's just super uncomfortable that when you talk nothing happens and then them just like getting a knife and like hacking a rough hole in their face and being like, Is it better and, like, just everyone being like it's it's not but it's a step uh groovy so you're you're working away in your your little you know, private forest working away knowing that they're only to be cut down uh, and we're going to we're going to pull back and we're actually going to go right above the town and all the way over to the other <coughs> side uh, to where a, a small dock and a fleet of fishing boats are uh, along the edge of Split Brow Lake. Now, these boats are made out of uh, a rich, magically treated obsidian so that they won't melt. Uh, and on the end of a pier, uh, we find, hunched over a fishing rod, cast deep out into that lake of, uh, of volcanic churning liquid, uh, we find James.
1: Uh, so you find, and to keep... To keep with references from a small uh, uh, filmmaking company, uh, you find uh, an elf, 5,697 years young, uh, named Bruno. (laughs) In the hope that no one talks about him. (laughs) Uh, Just to make sure that people try to stay away from him. Because he might be hiding something. He smells like rotten egg. He's missing an ear. We're not sure why. And he's had his hair cut. So everything's gone. But he's got a long mulleted ponytail down the back. (laughs) He's a dreamboat. Exactly. Hmm. As you look at him. He'd be like leaning. Chewing a dead fish tail. Helps with the smell. uh, And just fishing off the dock. Yeah. And so, uh, so
2: he's employed uh, as a part of the sign production because the fish are, are harvested and then they have a, a small bladder inside of them that's just full of volcanic material, which is then used to carve into the signs, you know, like so you can do relief burning and do all that fancy kind of stuff. Uh, so that's where, where that employment comes from. Uh, what is he? Uh, wh- what are you wearing? What do you look like?
1: Uh, so I'm, I'm in like a medium like chain like fish scale armor. But, mm-hmm. but obviously made of metal because fish scales aren't that useful um, for armor. Yeah. Um, with like, but but no helmet because obviously I've grown my hair to like disassociate people from me, mm-hmm. so that yeah. has to be on show. Um, mm-hmm. And then like, kind of like not how people see dark elves. Like I don't want to show much skin. Pretty much everything's covered. Uh, My fishing rod, though, like, elaborate.